The Biden administration continues its illegal activity. Cuomo getting busted. Vax passes and masks are on the rise. All today, Eric's America. Hello and welcome to a uh, later in the day episode on Friday. Ah, it's always good. It's summertime. You need to enjoy your days as you know as long as you can. Really, uh, it has been quite an interesting week. That is for sure. Uh, so many things going on. So many things going on that just absolutely shouldn't be going on. I think that's the the biggest uh, takeaway. Um, and one thing that should have been going on just not for the right reason that it should be that is for sure um gonna start off today talking about the big uh, news this week the cuomo scandal yeah the cuomo scandal so um i'm gonna play this this is just a a small clip of some of the accusations and we'll go into some of the others here all right it happened and they were the ones that reported the conduct to attorneys in the executive chamber the governor also several times inappropriately touched a state trooper assigned to the unit to protect the governor Mm. in an elevator while standing behind the trooper he ran his finger from her neck down her spine and said hey you open hand and ran it across her stomach from her belly button to where the hip where she keeps her gun no no not cool she told us that she felt completely violated to have the governor touch her as she put it between her chest and her privates oh boy that's how she put it. The governor also inappropriately touched women who were attending work-related events at which the governor made remarks. At one event in September 2019, while having his picture taken with an employee of a state entity, the governor grabbed this young woman's butt. At another event in May of 2017, the governor pressed and ran his fingers across the chest of a woman while reading the name of her company whose logo was on her chest. Oh man! The governor also engaged nice in a there. widespread pattern of subjecting. I'm sorry, I thought I thought your shirt was in braille. Uh, touching them in ways not. that made them uncomfortable. All right, and that's just a couple of them. Uh, one of them was that uh, he just out and out like stuck his hand up a woman's shirt and grabbed her breast, which you know, none of this is good. None of this is good, and of course, people are coming out now to, uh, and everybody's pretty much come out and told him to resign. Uh, although that's apparently not what uh, Cuomo is going to do. And I think the biggest part of this, which none of this is good, and if you're grabbing uh, people's bodies, I mean, that's that's over the line, obviously. Some of the allegations were just really, really kind of dumb. You know, I will say that some of them were just really kind of stupid. Like, uh, you know, he had a nurse at one point and said she looked great or made the gown look great. Um, yeah, it's kind of you know what i mean that stuff's borderline you know that i don't know that's not what you remove somebody for office for you just tell them hey dude just just stop you know what i mean that's that's one of those things and i know i'm gonna get a million messages about oh it's this and this yeah really um i those kind of comments no um touching i mean i will have to say he's got guts because he's uh a lot of these allegations involve this one uh female uh state trooper that uh, was on his detail and uh, pretty sure she's armed so you must really uh you really think you're untouchable uh because she has a gun 
by the way. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was it was really really insane. And and like I said, some of them that I didn't put in there were pretty bad. I mean, groping body parts. Uh, the other one was just really stupid. You know, the stupid uh, um, the shirt thing, which is just wrong. I mean, what are you twelve? I mean, come on. You're going to trace somebody's logo on their shirt so you can touch their uh, boobs? I mean, come on, man. That's just juvenile and ridiculous. And, uh, and yeah, of course they're coming out. And, of course, the lady pushing it is Letitia James. And if you want to know, no, she's not a disinterested party. Uh, not only is she the attorney general for the state of New York, but she really, really, really wants to be mayor. Or not mayor, but really, really wants to be governor. Yeah, we'll talk about the mayor, too. Apparently, de Blasio uh, says that uh, Cuomo should resign, which is hilarious coming from a commie like de Blasio, who uh, single-handedly has uh, really tried to destroy New York City and just possibly will be able to uh, bring it to its knees completely. But uh, Cuomo came out, and he had uh, some rebuttal uh, for this, which this stuff is just dumb. I, I can't get here. You go. Here's him. Uh, uh, some of his uh, response to it all. Czar, you have heard a number of complaints brought against me. Uh-huh. I called for an independent review and I said at the beginning I would let the process unfold. I didn't want anyone to say that I interfered. I said I would hold my tongue and I have making only limited comments. It has been a hard and a painful period for me and my family, especially as others feed ugly stories to the press. But I cooperated with the review and I can now finally share the truth. My attorney, who is a non-political former federal prosecutor, has done a response to each allegation. And the facts are much different than what has been portrayed. That document is available on my website. If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts and decide for yourself. First, I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. I am 63 years old. I have lived my entire adult life in public view. That is just not who I am. And that's not <laughs> who I have ever been. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, I guess the first defense is I'm old. So, you know, I wouldn't do that. I'm not really sure that's a defense. I mean, I you know, I'm 63. I'm too old to make those kind of advances. I don't know if that's um, the best defense. So, of course, um he has a second part to it, which involves like a slideshow, which is uh, really kind of disturbing if you want to check out the slideshow. But here's what he says. His defense is, well, you know, it's just who I am. I do it with everyone. Oh, black look at and white. Look at this. Just picture of young, a picture. Mm-hmm. And old. And old. Straight. And LGBTQ. You? Powerful people. Mm-hmm. Friends, Ugh. strangers, bizarre people who I meet on the street. Now, I don't think that's the best defense. Is I just, you know, I really just sexually assault everybody. I mean, I don't care what your preference is. I'm just going to be touching you. 
Um, that's not the best defense. I'm just saying it's not the best defense for what you're doing. Now, all of this, this is probably what's going to bring Cuomo down, or at least uh, he's not going to get another term, which is what he wanted, was a fourth term as governor of New York. That's not going to happen now. Even if they don't impeach him, and now they're talking about possible criminal charges for some of the stuff, which are criminally chargeable. I mean, you can't uh, be grabbing uh, women's boobs uh, and it not be uh, a criminal thing. I mean, it just is. So I... Uh, but of course, Letitia James isn't uh, isn't going to prosecute those because <laughs> she's going to be busy running to uh, get his job. So that's going to be a slight uh, conflict of interest, and she doesn't really want to be bogged down. She's got a, a uh, election campaign to work on now that she's been able to uh, get rid of uh, Cuomo. But the thing that all this ignores, which is probably the sickest part of all of it, I mean, honestly. There's a lot of conduct that is bad, and some of it is criminal, and you shouldn't do any of it. But at the end of the day, uh, Andrew Pono killed thousands of elderly people by pushing them in to nursing homes with COVID-positive people when you knew good and well older people were the most susceptible. So at the end of the day, that's what really bugs me, and I think it's what bugs most of the people on the right. Um, we, you know, nobody on the right or nobody, half apparently the Democrat party don't like uh, Cuomo anymore now, but the people, most of the people didn't like Cuomo because he killed a whole bunch of elderly people. Okay. They weren't, uh, you know, not that many people were aware of a lot of these incidents. I mean, maybe they knew he was creepy. Maybe they knew he just, uh, you know, they saw him in public hugging people too much or something. But uh, nobody really, uh, I guess, that many people knew uh, to the extent that it went, obviously. But let's be honest. Uh, being a pig or killing people. I'm pretty sure that the killing people is still a hell of a lot worse. So that's what drives me crazy. And the fact that uh, just was announced that, of course, Merrick Garland, you know, the DOJ, uh, they're not going to be pursuing criminal charges on any of these governors that may all made the same decision. Uh, Tom Wolf over in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, God, I forgot the guy's name in New Jersey. Uh, Whitmer here in Michigan. They all made the same decision. They killed thousands and thousands of old people. And yet, no, there's not going to be any charges. But apparently there's going to be for Cuomo and everybody is... Uh, Everybody's kind of piling on him, which is, uh, you know, fun to see for a change. Um, it's it's better to uh, better than what the normal situation is. Here is uh, uh, Biden being asked about Cuomo. For you on coronavirus, but first I'd like to start with the news of the day. Given back in March, you said that if the investigation confirmed the allegations against Governor Cuomo, then he should resign. So Take off will your you mask. Call on him to resign, given the investigator said the 11 women were credible. Stand by that statement. Are you now calling on him to resign? Yes. And if he oh. doesn't resign, do you believe he should be impeached and removed from office? Let's take one thing at a time here. I think he should resign. I understand that the state legislature may decide to impeach. Really? I don't know that for a fact. I've not read all that data. Data? Data. Uh, uh, yeah, um, can you hurry this along? There's some pudding waiting. Um, 
I'm very, very disinterested in what you have to say. <laughs> yep, that's the fearless leader. Um, even Don Lemon. Now, this is kind of weird, uh, you know, because, of course, his brother, uh, Donkey, over on CNN, um, you know, of course, he's not going to cover it. He spent, uh, I guess it was Wednesday, uh, blasting Ron DeSantis, the governor of uh, Florida, about COVID, which is really quite funny when you consider what's going on with his brother. But, of course, they couldn't talk about that. But uh, Don Lemon decided he was going to do a couple minutes on it. And here's what he had to say. This as you say, and you Make know what? Witness. I love you, brother. I love you, Dean Lemon. Right. This is Don Lemon tonight. The calls are getting louder and louder. This is what I'm talking about. Top Democrats from New York to the White House calling on Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. That in the wake of the bombshell report from the state's attorney general that alleges the governor sexually harassed 11 women, including state employees and a New York state trooper. The report also says that he retaliated against one woman who went public with her allegations against him. And the president of the United States couldn't be more blunt. Question, should Governor Andrew Cuomo resign? Answer, yes. Oh boy, that was dramatic, right? answer yes uh you know don if uh if we had a coherent president who could speak that well that might make a difference but considering it was uh sounded like he was trying to relieve himself i'm going yeah, I think you should resign. Uh, where's my pants i have pants on right yeah i don't know uh but yeah uh, apparently the, it's getting louder and louder cuomo on the other hand uh, does not seem like he is going to resign. Um, and that just seems to go with his character, the best that I've been able to gather. I don't know a lot about him, uh, mostly because I don't care. But uh, apparently um, that has been his thing. He's a very, very uh, mob-like figure that's going to retaliate against people. And he tried to. The first accuser, they really tried to destroy this woman. Uh, they sent out like personal information, like employee information and stuff to media outlets that uh expressly said we don't want this we don't want this material this is not way the way we're going to cover it uh we're not going to do that no we don't want the material and they still send it anyway like you know private stuff that uh should not have been leaked out and they were leaking it on purpose just to try to destroy the woman um and that's just the kind of guy he is and so maybe maybe we'll see what happens they're talking about impeachment i don't know how that goes uh you know, New York is a, a very high majority Democrat state. Um, I think the legislature is something like uh, 106 out of 150 or something like that, or Democrat in the in the uh, House of Representatives or their Congress, whatever they have there. Um, it doesn't look like uh, it, it's cut and dry, as you would think. It does look like it may be an uphill battle because he's basically said, yeah, take me to court. You know, if that's what you want to do, take me to court. So, uh, but all of it aside, honestly, uh, it's just he's dead for another term. And this is a guy who won uh, Emmys and, you know, all these awards and everybody just gushed all over him. And I missed that uh, montage I saw earlier this week. It just all these people just gushing and gushing about uh, America's governor. Oh, he's just so amazing on COVID. Oh, it's wonderful. And all these Hollywood stars giving him his award. Oh, it's so wonderful. In fact, 
The award was so wonderful that even Cuomo apparently had sexual things to say about the trophy. Uh, Go figure. The guy is 12. What are you talking about? I mean, that's the kind of person that makes those kind of comments. Like, (laughs) you see that statue over there. Boy, it's stacked. You know, what are you talking about? In middle school? I just, it's unbelievable. But we'll see what happens. I just don't see him... uh, you know, I don't see him uh, going for another term. So essentially, it's dead in the water. And, you know, a lot of the uh, Democrats that want cover because, you know, there's a lot of these people that are involved that it wouldn't take much to put them in the same situation, you know. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's why somebody like Biden, who routinely uh, touches people inappropriately and sniffs hair and all that, is not going to be, you know, pounding the drum because you know it's gonna blow back on him at some point and he knows it so we'll see what happens uh but one thing i can predict right now uh letitia james uh will be trying to uh run for governor of new york and of course that's what most of this has been about otherwise she wouldn't give a damn because obviously they don't care uh about any of the people involved so anyway Moving on to more stories this week because it has been out of hand for sure. So the Biden administration has decided that just breaking the country's immigration laws and and having other people help you along with it by human trafficking around the country for illegal migrants, uh, that's not illegal enough. That's not going to be a big enough splash. They have this week decided that, well, you know what? We should just really, really double down and we're going to extend the eviction moratorium. But we know we can't do it ourselves. So let's get the CDC. What What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The Center for Disease Control has uh, authority over personal property laws and personal property rights in this country suddenly. How bizarre and what kind of bizarro world are we in? So the Supreme Court had struck down, and and I blame this on Kavanaugh because Kavanaugh left a loophole open and said, well, we could look at it again or whatever, but that it's not constitutional, and uh, which it's not. You cannot suspend private property in the U.S. According to the Constitution, you cannot suspend it, okay? The only limited scope that they have to suspend personal property rights is for eminent domain, which that is still highly controversial and very hard fought when that does happen. And so uh, this, but even in that situation, eminent domain situations, they still have to pay you, even though they can say, yes, we're taking this land to put, you know, a, uh, you know, a railroad through. We can take this land to put a road through, which by the way, the railroad thing and using eminent domain caused a lot of uh, what's known as uh, very many infamous outlaws who robbed trains and, and really became lawless uh, was due to uh, the government's overreach and eminent domain for the railroad. But that's a whole different story, another part of history. But anyway, um, this one is just so outlandish. It should have it's it should have ended very, very quickly. I, I don't know that it was ever legal to say, hey, um, you know, you don't have to pay your rent. Well, wait a second. Somebody owns that property. And the people that own it are usually the ones that are trying to pay for it and have a mortgage on it. 
these aren't ridiculously large, uber-wealthy corporations that own these properties. Many of it is just people, middle-class people, that have uh, decided they're going to make a uh, an extra income or, or supplement their income by, you know, having a rental property. And now they're getting screwed. But, of course, nobody's giving them a break. Nobody's saying, well, yeah, you don't have to pay your mortgage. Of course not. The big banks and big money are all in bed with the Biden administration. So, of course, you had to pay for that. But, I mean, people having to pay rent, well, that's just that's just terrible. This is an unbelievable story. Here's uh, Maxine Waters uh, a few days ago who was very, very upset with the Supreme Court who said, yeah, it's not legal and we have no idea why the CDC would say anything about it. She was a little upset. She said, well, I don't buy the CDC can't extend the eviction moratorium, something it has already done in the past, which it should have never done ever, period, might I point out, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous that it happened to begin with, who is going to stop them? Who is going to penalize them? There's no official ruling saying that they cannot extend this moratorium. Come on, CDC, have a heart. Just do it. Just stick it to those evil people who worked their entire life and were able to buy a property to try and, I don't know, supplement their income or make an income out of um, buying homes and renting them. We definitely hate those people, right? Because they're not human. They're those evil landlords. How big of a Marxist do you have to be? And, of course, it's Maxine Waters. She loves authoritarian. She loves communism. She loves going to places like Venezuela and Cuba and talking about how amazing they are. They have such great education. All those poor people in the street. I mean, at least I can be with the upper class and get away from those dirty, unwashed masses. And that's exactly what she does in California. She uh, presides over a district that is very poor, very crime-ridden, very dirty, but she doesn't live there. Of course not. Why would she bother with mingling with the commoners? Of course she doesn't. She's a typical, typical communist piece of garbage. And that's the way they all act. But um, everybody got into the act. Here's uh, Biden uh, just flat out admitting that, yeah, it's not legal, but... Screw it. Out constitutional scholars to determine what is the best possibility that would come from executive action or the CDC's judgment. What could they do that was most likely to pass muster constitutionally? The bulk of the constitutional scholarship says that it's not likely to pass constitutional muster. Number one, but there are several key scholars who think that it may, and it's worth the effort. Oh, there's a few that say, well, it may be able to pass or it may be able to uh, be constitutional. Those are the wackaloons that somehow figure out that uh, words don't mean they go into semantic arguments about what the word is, is and stupid shit like that. That's the usual garbage that you uh, get from all that is uh, having to deal with with people who have semantic arguments about words that are just ridiculous, outlandish, and they try to figure out some way to subvert the uh, letter of the uh, law in the Constitution to make it bend to some weird, commie, uh, uh, just Marxist garbage. And uh, those are the people that lose a whole lot uh, because it doesn't work, and they know it doesn't work, but who cares? What are you going to do about it? 
what are these landlords going to do about it? Now, the big corporations that uh, the big investment firms like BlackRock and and those kind of people, well, of course, they have plenty of power to keep themselves in, in check and they have plenty of power in the administration. But what does uh, the, uh, you know, middle aged couple who saved for years to buy a second property so they could supplement their income? What power do they have? None. They have the power to get pummeled by the federal government to implement their communist Marxist plan to eliminate private property ownership. That's what they want to do. And they want to use this um, moratorium, this uh, pandemic, essentially. They want to use it to destroy everything that is America so they can have a full totalitarian communist state. That's what they want. That's exactly what they're pushing for. Here's uh, another one of the White House flacks uh, saying, yeah, Biden understands it's illegal, but we're just going to go for it. Date. Uh, uh, the CDC director and her team have been unable to find legal authority even for a more targeted eviction moratorium that would focus just on counties with higher rates of, of, of COVID spread. This is a president who really understands the heartbreak of eviction. He is, th the reason why he is pressing and pressing, even when legal authority looks slim, is because he wants to make sure we have explored every potential authority. Oh yeah, it's just because he cares. He cares so, so much. He cares so much that he would love to destroy the entire middle class of America. So therefore, everyone below a certain elite level will just be part of the poor unwashed masses that then they can rule over forever and do what they want because he cares so much he's so worried about the plight of the poor renters that he would like to destroy everything that america was built on namely personal property rights and contracts that's what you need to take away from this. It has nothing to do about them caring about people who can't pay their rent. They could give a shit less. If they gave a shit about any of it, the border would be shut down and they wouldn't be importing millions of poor from around the world. That's what they want. People have got to wake up. They want to destroy the entire system that we have so they can be the elitist ruling over all of it and have complete and total power to do whatever the hell they want and to absolutely rip it off the entire time. Because at the end of the day, somebody like Biden, you think he's going to live in long enough to see their true destruction of what he does? No, he's going to be dead. He barely knows where he's at right now. You think Pelosi's going to be around to see it? Hell no. Schumer? Hell no. None of these people are going to be around to see the destruction that it brings. And the ones that are younger who are pushing for it are just too damn stupid to know what the hell they're talking about. They just have a delusion that somehow they're going to be put in charge and they're going to be the, you know, uh, supreme worshipped leaders and, and have their faces plastered everywhere for everybody to worship. That's what's wrong with these people. I mean, they're too stupid to actually do anything. And they're too stupid to actually survive in the private sector. And they certainly have not an, no, nowhere even close to the worker ethic that it would take to actually build anything. And they couldn't be bothered to stand on any kind of principles other than what gives them power as very, very dim 
bulbs, and that's what you get. Uh, one of those, speaking of one of those uh, dim bulbs, um, oh, one more. Here's uh, Pasaki. I forgot to, this one. This is Pasaki trying to talk herself into a corner to somehow, somehow make this somehow legal or somehow that it's okay. Step where he didn't feel comfortable and confident in the legal justification. He asked the CDC and his legal experts to look at what is possible. This is a narrow, targeted moratorium that is different from the national moratorium. It's not an extension of that. It's a different moratorium from a policy and legal standpoint. Yes, it's it's so targeted. It's so targeted and so different that it doesn't encompass everybody. Only 95% of the same people. So there's 5% now that are left out. We should be very upset. I mean, it's 95% the exact same thing and just extending it, which is, again, none of it is legal. None of it's constitutional. They don't care. They're waiting for you to do something about it. And the people that are losing everything that they've worked for losing their entire life savings will probably be homeless and living on the street they don't care why would they care about them they're probably those nasty gross subhuman trump voters anyway so if we can take everything they own and get them into the streets all the better and that is exactly what they want that is exactly what they want they make no bones about it anymore they say it out loud and uh, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit, too, what stage we're at in that whole situation. Here is the famous Marxist BLM uh, supporter, Cori Bush from uh, Missouri, who wants to, know, to let you know what all she's been through, what all she has learned. Listen to this absolute load of manure that this woman is trying to shovel. All we know is how to put our bodies on the line in a moment like this. And that's that's what I learned from Ferguson. Ferguson taught me that. St. Louis taught me that. Show up, stand up. Sometimes presence makes all the difference. It does. Yeah, you know what I mean? You just got to get up there and, you know, just be there. You, you know? I mean, that's the most important part. I mean, saying anything intelligent? No, that's not important. Actually making a point that, uh, you know, that makes any sense? <laughs> no. Why does that matter? Standing up for anything good? Well, of course not. Just being there. I mean, she was out there in the Capitol steps. Boy, she was slumming it. Oh, my goodness. She was out there with a blanket and a couple pillows laid down. What a load of shit these people are. They are just absolute shit bags is what they are. Laying out on the Capitol steps like a beached-ass whale with a whole bunch of junk food with a pillow and a blanket. You want to tell me what you've been through? What hardships you've seen? What a fraud. What an absolute piece of human waste. Here we go. She's got more to tell you about Marxism because that's what she learned in Ferguson. It doesn't matter what you're faced with, what the adversity is. Then it was rubber bullets, real bullets, um, white supremacist attacks. Real bullets, white supremacists. Where were they in Ferguson? I'd like to know. Huh. The whole country watched as a whole bunch of people burned their own neighborhood down. Over a lie. 
Wow, what a great example. That's the example you should work on the rest of your life is go on a lie and burn your own crap down, devastate a whole community, and guarantee that they will not ever recover. Yes, that is the model that she is going on. And people were shooting at her? Well, trust me, if somebody was shooting at you, they sure as hell wouldn't have missed you damn well. There were dogs, you know, tear gas, all of that that we were fighting against while trying to save black lives. Here, it was structures, trying to be able to break through structures. Well, if there were dogs involved, they were probably just trying to get to your, you know, $100 worth of fucking snacks that you had to bring along because, you know, fighting through that adversity really makes you hungry for Oreos, apparently. And don't forget your blankie and pillow. What, what a joke. Of course, the media loves it. They love it. They love, 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 love that Marxism. They love it because they, again, are deluded into thinking that nobody's going to take their crap. This is how you know you're dealing with morons, that you're dealing with people that don't have the IQ enough to dress themselves in the morning. Because if you are at that point, if you are having millions of dollars like many of these anchors are and many of these people involved in the news, you would know that if Marxism actually shows up, you're either going to have nothing or you're going to be dead. So obviously you're too stupid to be talking about any of it, but they love it. Here you go. She's single-handedly sitting on the Capitol steps, forced the White House and Democrats to push ahead. Congresswoman Cori Bush, thank you so much for lighting a fire under this. So they did the little dance. They're celebrating tonight. Oh, yeah. So wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she held those steps down. I mean, it was the one thing that weighed more than she did, apparently. Um, so it wasn't hard for her to hold it down. Um, and, you know, the mountain of snacks around her probably helped hold it down, too. Um, and just what? I don't understand it. I really don't. There is money put out there. This is, you know, again, some crazy shit. But if you're going to uh, shut down the entire country as the government, you're going to have to come up with something. So they had came up with the uh, uh, rental, um, what was it, assistance fund, uh, something like that. I don't know the exact name of it. But there was a situation where if you had lost your job with COVID, first of all, they were giving you a whole shit ton of a lot more money than a lot of these people were making at their job so why they couldn't pay their rent the hell off i know i mean what kind of crap is that first of all second of all there was a fund set up for people who were in a bad situation to then get uh, government to pay for their rent so now you know none of this has anything to do about people about to lose their homes no it's people who decided well hey the government's giving me a whole bunch of free money i'm just going to go do whatever i want with it and screw these guys that own this place because i'm here now this is just the entitlement kind of communist horse shit that these people prey upon just to force their agenda forward. They are awful, 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 terrible people. I can't say enough bad about these horrible people. That is for sure. Uh, more on this in just a minute. I will be right back. Rated the worst. Losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left? To distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs. Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. 
is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the <laughs> obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, <laughs> not woke politicians. Oh, and I'm back. Oh, I got one more for you today. This is interesting. This one's good. Uh, same company that put out those. Um, actually made this song, and I wanted to play it. Uh, I don't want to miss playing this today because it's so good. It's hilarious. Uh, this is the new uh, Woca-Cola ad. the world to sing in perfect harmony. Just drink Coke, the road to That was pretty good you have to admit that was pretty good uh i love those guys they are they're hilarious um obesity is here to stay um <laughs> that's pretty good and boy is that true boy is it ever man wow so continuing on with all the people who just love uh, communism uh chief uh, warren uh from the senate there big chief of warren uh, she uh, loves, she is just so happy uh, to be killing America's middle class and to really be destroying a, you know, personal property rights. It makes her so excited. Here she is, uh, Chief from Big Warren. This is a case where it was a crisis that was unfolding and that was unnecessary. We're not going to tell people to get out and couch surf and double up with relatives. It's the wrong thing to do. I think what we saw happen is power to the people oh yeah power to the people you just tell them hey you listen those people who worked really hard and and bought that and owned that property <laughs> they're not worth shit you're the one that's worth everything of course power to you why should you have to pay anybody for anything just take it over it's yours uh chief of Morin there uh she is really really excited about communism man she loves it. She is addicted. She loves that uh, power to the people. Yeah, man, what buffoons. What buffoons these people are. It's hard to believe that people uh, hold positions of power that are just <clears throat> so dumb. 
But they are not going away. You think the eviction, they're destroying uh, personal property, property rights in America. One, there is no border anymore. They're just letting everyone in. Number two, uh, Saki is a little upset because uh, apparently she had uh, a little run in with uh, Peter Ducey again. It's kind of funny. They they have one of these at least once a week, but she's trying to uh, somehow say that the border is secure, I guess. Uh, it's been almost four months since the president told migrants, don't come, don't leave your town. Almost two months since the vice president went to Central America to say, do not come. But people are coming in record numbers. Does the president think his immigration plan is working? <laughs> well, the president great. continues to convey uh, uh, to anyone, as you've yeah, said, right? uh, who wants to come to uh -huh. the United States. Now is not the time to come. It is not the time to come and try to go through a regular migration. Uh -huh. We want uh -huh. to have. Hold on. She sounds exactly like Biden, doesn't she? Repeating everything. And I think that's the thing. People are going, oh, well, you know, it's because he's losing his mind. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he's losing his mind. But that's not why they repeat everything. They repeat everything because they have no point to make. They have no intelligent argument that will make any of it right. All they have is just gibberish word garbage to throw out to try to even come close to defending any of this. They know they're full of shit, and there's no way to defend it. So they just keep repeating phrases over and over and over again to get to the end of the sentence and then be able to move on because no one's holding them accountable. Nothing. No one. For anything. You know, breaking the law everywhere. I mean, all these are impeachable offenses when you're breaking the law. I mean, you know, but hey. It's fine. We're, we're going to worry about uh, phone calls. Yeah, I'm sure that's the big issue. Anyway, she goes on. An effective process where you sure. can apply uh, for asylum, where you can apply for legal status. We have increased our investment in areas like the Central American Miners Program, allowing people to apply from within country so they are not making that dangerous trip. There's more that needs to be done. Uh, we've also instituted a, 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 a number of additional steps recently, uh, including expedited removals uh, mm. to move people out of the country more quickly. Uh, but it's a it's a it's, we're still at work on uh, an improving a process and improving a system that was very broken when we took office. Oh, the message to migrants is the same, <laughs> oh. even though they are coming at 21 year high, 210,000 encounters at the border last month. And I would also note the number of people who were uh, who were removed from the border, which is an important part of the context, which is almost half of that number. But he's saying don't come, and they're coming. <laughs> well, there are right. a number of factors, as you all know, uh, that are happening in these countries, yeah, and we're working that you to won't address secure those the border. Well. That's the, and the biggest vice president factor. is leading those efforts. We don't expect that to be a switch, uh, oh, but addressing gosh. root causes. In on and on and on, root causes. Repeat the same garbage over and over. The countries are bad. Other uh, home countries are bad. They're poor. Well, that's not our problem. I mean, that's their problem for their country. I mean, that's the whole point. We have to fix ours. You have to fix yours. I mean, it's just, oh, man, they just go on and on and on and on. And, of course, they all uh, have to uh, try to somehow prop up what is just an abysmal, abysmal uh, performance on the border, on COVID, all of it, you know, because if you cared about COVID, then the numbers that are coming out right now are just absolutely insane. Something like in the past, I think they say the past week or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was the past week, 1,500 
um, migrants infected with COVID have been just dropped off in one town in Mission, Texas. 1,500 in one town. And, you know, they're just getting spread. Most of them aren't getting dropped off. Most of them aren't getting tested. You know, there's something like a 40 or 50% uh, positivity rate in Mexico. And, uh, yeah, that has nothing to do with uh, COVID springing up here because, I mean, we're sending them all back, right? Uh, sure we are. That's why all those planes are needed to fly to the interior of the United States. because they're sending them all back. They're sending them all back. Of course they are. This is uh, crazy. So as they just let uh, anybody with COVID walk into the country and they suspended uh, the uh, rule that said, well, if you have uh, a disease, uh, you can't come in. Um, They went ahead and suspended that. But for you, for you, well, there is a completely different set of rules going on for you. Terrible, horrible American citizens that just aren't worth anything anymore. Uh, there's new rules for you and there's going to be a lot of new rules for you because, you know, COVID, of course. So here's a guy in Canada. Now this guy, uh, back, uh, it was about a year and a half ago, right at the beginning of COVID, uh, he put out a video predicting a lot of things that, uh, pretty much, uh, looked like they were coming true. And uh, so here he is again explaining to everybody what is really going on uh, with all the uh, COVID stuff. And it's great. It's actually really, really good. Here he is. Saw the exact same. A lot of people saw it. There was a UN document. This is not, this is common knowledge. And it basically outlined the lockdowns and they just gave it to each country and allowed each country to tweak it for their own people to make it more palpable for their people and to give the impression Mm -hmm. that it wasn't an international document disseminated to all countries to make it people think that every country made up their own rules. No, 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 no. The five levels of lockdown were in there. In a place like Ireland, they went level one to five. In a place like Canada, where we like colors, now we got green to gray. It's still five levels of lockdown. All the Mm. five levels are identical. They used Australia as the model for the fifth level of lockdown where you can't leave your house. You can't go any, like, can't literally do anything. And that's what they really want to do here. Well, I heard about the mandatory quarantine hotels and I knew right away it's a complete violation of our rights. And the only reason they're doing it is because they want to convince you to accept the vaccine passport. I want to stress that everything that they're doing, closing your business, closing your gym, forcing you to wear a mask, all the stuff they're doing is to try to convince you that it's a good idea for you to go along with this idea of a vaccine passport so they can vaccinate you multiple times a year, every year, and then use that as an excuse to prevent you from travel, work, congregating, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you think it's a conspiracy theory, they already have it in place in Israel, and they've already made it quite clear that if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to be relegated to small shops and grocery stores, and you're basically shunned from the rest of society. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty bad. And uh, arguably, uh, what would be the argument against that right now? It certainly sounds like that's what's going on. So I'm going to turn to something really quick. This is something that's uh, bouncing around, uh, especially on Twitter recently. I'm sure it'll be uh, pulled down soon. Um, It's uh, a very interesting thing. It's called the 10 stages of genocide. And everybody goes, oh, God, you know, their eyes roll and, oh, boy, we got to, you know, all this hyperbolic whatever. But let's talk about it for a minute. It's very, very interesting how far down this road we already are. And let's think about it. And, of course, COVID is playing a huge, huge, huge role in it, a ginormous role in it. So let's start out. Classification. People 
are divided into us and them. Now, we've already been doing that with right and left over and over and over. Right and left. Yes, we've we've categorized everybody who wears the mask, who doesn't wear the mask, you know, who gets the vax, who doesn't get the vax, who wants freedom, who doesn't, you know, who believes in this, who believes in that. So we're already uh, well past that going down the road. Symbolization. People are forced to identify themselves. Well, I mean, where would we talk about that? You mean passports or uh, how about uh, flags? You know, because apparently now the left, the Democrats, uh, they hate the American flag. Uh, if you have an American flag, you're a racist, white supremacist, uh, conservative. And now let me explain something to you real quick. When they come out and they say all white people are racist or white, uh, you know, structure, or white frame of mind and all that, they're not talking about just all white people. They're talking about conservatives, libertarians, anybody who doesn't agree with them are the whites. Understand that gets us further down this road. So, yeah, we're forced to identify ourselves. We're going to talk about uh, vaccine passports. We're going to talk about masks. We're going to talk about all these things that are all about symbolization. Next, we're going to go down to uh, discrimination. People begin to face systemic discrimination. Well, we're already seeing that. We're seeing it advocated for. We're seeing it in the law. Two-tier justice system. People who uh, support supported Donald Trump and that are uh, Republicans, well, they're hunted down, thrown in solitary. Their lives destroyed, money taken, everything. Their, how, their lives completely ripped apart. People on the left do whatever they want. Just like Cuomo right now. Does he look like he's paying a huge instant price for what's what happened? No, not at all. Killed thousands of people. Anything happened to him? Of course not. All the Chinese spies, eh, Justice Department, just we're not going to prosecute them. No, don't worry about that. All the people who tried to burn down federal courthouses all over the country last year, Justice Department, nah, we're not going to worry about it. Who cares? Uh, the Trump supporters on January 6th locked them all away. Life in prison. Okay, so there's obvious discrimination. Dehumanization. People equated with animals, vermin, or disease. Well, we're seeing that too. This is a pandemic of the unvaxxed. The unvaxxed. It's those people. And what's really strange is the numbers don't agree with what they're talking about. They say, oh, well, it's just these crazy white Trump supporters aren't getting vaxxed. Well, that's not true at all. Actually, it's mostly black and Latino people that aren't getting vaccinated. But that's not really the point, is it? It's just another sticking point so they can hammer all those crazy white right-wingers. They're just animals. They want everybody to die. They want to kill everybody. They don't want to put on a mask. They just want to kill everybody and be disease-ridden, and they're just vermin. So we're already there. Number five, organization. The government creates special groups, police or military, to enforce policies. Well, we wouldn't have any idea about that. Uh, I mean, isn't there uh, now... Uh, let me see. Capitol Police. Isn't that like a Praetorian Guard or maybe like the SS uh, that are going to have, you know, field offices all over the country? Because, you know, those crazy vermin uh, right wingers that uh, showed up on January 6th. Well, they're all over the country and we need to hunt them down where they're at and lock them in solitary confinement. Take away all their rights because, well, they just they, they don't deserve them. They're all white supremacists, right? Polarization. The government broadcasts propaganda to turn the populace against the group. Well, we see that all day long, every day, 
all we hear is all this rhetoric on and on and on and on and on about how we should shun everybody who doesn't get a vaccine or all these people that don't believe in the election or all these things. We've already gotten down there. That is where we end. That's how far down this road. We are already to step six of the 10 stages. Next will be preparation. Official actions to remove, relocate people begins. That may start happening soon with all these vax mandates, all these uh, vax passports, all these things. You may start seeing it. Or under the guise of the Capitol Police people being radicalized we've seen it on uh facebook and uh twitter you may be exposed we could help we could help you with your exposure to white wing, wing, yeah, right wing radicalism have you been radicalized we can help you let's get you some therapy we're going to take you to this special place and get you some therapy that may be the next of course the next part is extermination wholesale elimination of the group it's not murder because the people aren't considered human. Uh, obviously, we're not there yet, but it's not that far to go. Trust me. The last parts happen very fast. And number 10 is denial. And, of course, the government says, we're not doing any of that. We're just fine. Just like when they have people locked in solitary confinement for months and months on end for basic trespassing. We're not doing anything wrong. We're following the law. No, these people are they're, they're traitors. They're insurrectionists. They came in to kill everyone. Of course, there's no evidence of any of that. They're just, you know, they just don't agree with the ruling party. So keeping all that in mind and what steps we're in, we're going to go down the road of all these new fun things that uh, how the bio state will work. Here's uh, de Blasio uh, letting you know about in New York how that's going to work. And our 5 to 11 year olds will be eligible for vaccination on top of that. But we don't want to separate families. We want families to enjoy stuff together. But in a safe environment for the folks who work in restaurants, gyms, etc. And for the customers. Here's what I love about it. You go into an environment, you know everyone's in the same place. You know everyone's vaccinated, everyone's safe. Oh, yeah, yes. You go in. Now, we already know there's breakthrough cases and all that going with the vaccine and the Delta variant, all the blah, 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 blah. But at least you know you're with your kind, right? You know that if everybody has their Vax passport, you're all together. You're all the same kind. You're all of the same mind. And that's what really eases de Blasio's mind. It has nothing to do with health. You just want to know you're only going to be around those that are like-minded you know the nazis they they did a lot of that and so did the communists and fascists you just only want to be around those with like-mindedness because those outside ideas or thoughts boy you just can't have that cannot have it here is a really good fascist nutbag here on uh, msnbc um she has a problem uh she's done dealing with all those vermin our next guest says the unvaccinated should not have all of the same privileges as vaccinated Americans, at least when it comes to air travel. People also need to be burdened at this stage. We are bumping up against another school season where my kids, it's not at all clear how or whether they're getting to school. We are done with this. And so we have to start putting burdens on the um, unvaccinated. I'm done. I mean, we're all done. The vaccinated are done carrying the burden for the unvaccinated. 
Oh, okay. Carrying the burden for the unvaccinated. Now, again, if your vaccine worked, it wouldn't matter if other people were unvaccinated because you would be fully protected and the people that weren't, well, they could possibly get sick, but they're not going to get you sick because you're fully vaccinated. You see the circle logic. None of it matters. None of it has anything to do. And if you actually wanted to get people vaccinated, this is absolutely the last way you would go about it because all it does according to studies is make everybody go you know what i was thinking about it but now that you spoke up there's no way in hell i will ever do it you will have to kill me first that is what happens that is how the human mind works i may have taken it i may have went down and got the shot but you started running your mouth like a little fascist so now there is no way in hell that i will ever take it over my dead body. That is how the American mind works. They know that's how the mind works. They know that's how people work because it is meant to work that way. They want to categorize and exclude all those people. They only want to be around the like-minded. Maybe if they could just get, say, an armband that has a funny little symbol on it or something, that that way they could all signify that they're all of the same like mind you know maybe maybe get a form of dress going on that they would they would be able to match and everybody would know that they were of the same mindset so they would know that they're they're around their kind maybe that would work out better msnbc also you know they really hate they go on and on and on about voter id they really hate that but vax id and i don't understand those who are against showing proof of vaccine have they never had to show their passport, show their ID, or take their kids to school? It makes no sense to me. Well, that's a really strange way to put it. Have they never had to use their ID or passport for anything? That's really weird. Now, if you say they need it to vote, well, of course that's racist. You're a horrible person, but if they need a Vax ID, well, pff, what are you, stupid? Of course, everybody has to have some form of ID. They're just such open hypocrites, and they're so full of it. They can't keep it together. And, of course, they had to attack the guy in Florida, of course, who um, has said, you know, we're not doing this. We're not doing this at all. That's not what we're going to um, be doing with all the mandates, and we're not going to do the mask. We're not going to hurt kids. And, of course, uh, you know, Pasaki. Uh, decides she's going to say uh, fight back against it. What's really funny, it's almost like as if she knew exactly what Biden was going to say before he came out. I hooked them together so you can hear how uh, they already know uh, what's going on. You will hear the president convey later. If you are not going to be a part of the solution, if you're not going to be a part of saving people's lives, mm. then get out of the way mm. and let other people mm -hmm. do the job. Get out of the way. Uh, that means don't right. ban, uh, don't make it harder for people to put requirements on masks or asking for vaccination status into law. And this far. Mr. President, do you believe that Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott are personally making decisions that are harming their own citizens? <laughs> are not good for their constituents. No. And it's clear to me and to most of the medical experts that the decisions being made, like not allowing mask mandates in school and the like, are bad health policy. Bad health policy. So what does that set up? That sets up a centralized, powerful, central government to send their little stormtroopers, like maybe the Capitol Police uh, offices around, to then come in, storm in, and 
you know, relieve people of power because they're just not agreeing with the central command, and that's just not allowed. Wow. Wow. So DeSantis decides to uh, fire back. He's, he's got a few words for the, uh, for the people. The question is, is we can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. And I can tell yes. you, Florida, we're a free state. People are going to be free to choose to make their own decisions mm -hmm. about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education, and about putting food on the table. And Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. I'm not going to let you get away with it. Nice. Good. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way yes. and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? Mm. And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Wow, that was really good. That's really good. He's uh, he's like Trump light. Uh, that's that's the best uh, the best I could uh, describe Ron DeSantis. He's definitely uh, Trump light. You know, he's he doesn't quite get into the personal uh, attacks as much, but he has the same mannerisms, the same speaking style. He's uh, you know, he's great. I really like Ron DeSantis. He also jumped some uh, a reporter's ass uh, this week because this uh, reporter says uh, starts to blame some kids because apparently they got COVID and got sick. And uh, he just really, uh, he jumps all over. This. Children in the hospital. Do you have any data to suggest that? Do you masks. know if they were wearing masks? Why, why are they wearing masks? Yeah. Well, they're not right. They're not eligible for the vaccination. I mean, that's not I mean, you know, to, to, well, so you're 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 blaming the kids saying they weren't wearing masks. And so they're in the ICU. With all due respect, I find that deplorable to blame a victim uh, who ends up uh, being being hospitalized. You don't know their story. You don't know what happened with that. And this has been a Good. really negative thing throughout this whole thing with some of these quote experts, some of the media, somebody cat, somebody <clears throat> contracts a mm -hmm. highly transmissible airborne virus. And they're viewed yeah. as having done something wrong. And that's just not the way you do it. When people come in, you treat them. Mm -hmm. You know, we obviously have some people that's that great. are not vaccinated that have been admitted to hospitals. Are you going to sit there? Are you going to sit there? And are you going to sit there and criticize? Or are we going to try to treat and try to help the folks? You know, I'm just sick of this judge. I'm sick of the judgment, the, the judgmental stuff um, on some of this stuff. Nobody's trying uh, to, 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 to get ill here. Okay. It's a very, you can, there's people that were hermits for a year and a half that wore uh -huh. six masks and did that and still contracted it. Okay. So, so let's just be real here. And, um, let's just, let's not indulge these things that somehow it's their fault, uh, for not doing it. So, okay. We'll see you guys. Yeah, that was great. That was great. And the mask thing, of course, is coming back full swing, even though it is now very, very common knowledge, very easy to find anywhere you look that cloth and surgical masks do absolutely 100% of nothing to stop a respiratory virus. They do nothing. 
I think the best analogy I heard was it's like putting a screen door on a submarine. It does absolutely zero. But of course, we're going to refer back to our 10 steps. It has nothing to do, nothing to do with stopping any virus. If they had any interest in stopping the virus, the border would be closed right now with people streaming over it sick with COVID. That would not be happening if they actually cared about the virus. They don't. It is the weapon that they are going to use to shut you down, to shut down every bit of autonomy, every bit of freedom that you have. And they want to know that they are around like-minded people. So they need symbols and they need, you know, some outward form to identify their people. And they need you to have some form of identification so they know that you are a coward and that they can impose whatever they feel like on you. That is what it is all about. It has nothing to do with health masks, the kinds we use and are pushed around everywhere do absolutely nothing, period. Not a damn thing. And in some cases, they actually will make you sicker quicker because all these nasty things get on your mask and you don't sanitize them every little bit. And then you get other types of respiratory infections. But COVID, cloth, surgical masks aren't going to stop any of it for any reason it will not do it now an n95 respirator that is fitted properly and sanitized regularly and changed regularly after you've washed and sanitized your hands that may stop some of it but does everybody have the money and the capability to do that or the time to take out of every day to do that no and at the end of the day if you are under 65 65 and younger 99.5 percent survivability rate so what the hell are we doing? Of course, it has nothing to do with being safe. But this is what all totalitarian regimes have always done. You get a crisis and you don't let it go and you find a way to use it to give yourself absolute and total power and solidify your power. And that is what this is all about. Oh boy, CNN really, really knows this so well. So they have to manipulate people about masks again because we've already went through this. We already know this. In fact, there was just someone on the other day on your channel who said the masks that you are talking about do absolutely nothing. But does that matter? No, it's not about that. You want people to put it on so you know they are good little sheep and they will not oppose you. Here we go. We're going to use a 12 year old to manipulate about masks in Florida. <coughs> Dear Superintendent, Dr. Green, and school board members, I would like to encourage the requirement of masks at school in Duval County. In a letter to school leaders, Lila Hartley explains what worries her. She's 12 years old, about to be in seventh grade in Duval County, vaccinated. But her little brother, 10-year-old Will, isn't old enough to get the vaccine. I'm so worried that if masks are not required, my brother could go to school one day and the next be dying in the hospital. Okay, so uh, let's run by that. Now, uh, her little brother, I watched the rest of this. Her little brother is not a sickly uh, child that has uh, is immunocompromised. Not at all. So what are the chances of a healthy 10-year-old uh, catching COVID and getting very, very, very ill and dying from it? Well, according to all the data and the experts at uh, the, uh, you know, of course, ultra-right-wing uh, uh 
association called the Center for Disease Control, which we know how far right and conservative they are, uh, they came out and said uh, there is a, a zero. That's a big goose egg chance that a 10-year-old would catch COVID and die from it. A healthy 10-year-old would catch COVID and die from it. It is exactly a zero chance. Now, does that mean no one ever has? Well, no, that doesn't mean no one ever has. But once you get down to so many uh, zeros after that uh, dot, I know we learned this in school, uh, that it gets so minuscule that it's statistically a zero. The chances of it happening, well, let's just say the kid has a higher, much higher chance of getting struck twice by lightning. So, um, is it manipulative? Of course it is. Is it all about busting on Ron DeSantis? Of course it is. At school, I wear two masks because I want to make sure I don't get sick. Their father, Matt Hartley, wants Duval County Public Schools to mandate masks. Now, you notice they're not doing this anywhere else. Now, why are they only pushing on this one in Florida? And they got this poor family aboard that's probably not even real. Um, they got this poor 10-year-old running around with two masks because apparently they want him to have brain damage from not getting enough oxygen because that is a much higher risk than him catching COVID and dying from it. But, of course, it's only to pound on Ron DeSantis. Why? Because he's a threat, because people like him, because he's loud, and he makes a lot of really good points, and he makes them look bad. So that's why they're doing it. And of course, it is the usual. It's just uh, manipulation. It's just manipulation. And it's sad. And we we just can't go back to this. It's time to figure out. It is down. The numbers are now coming out. It's about the same numbers, especially right now as the yearly flu. That's what it is now. And it doesn't matter that it's more infectious. It only matters if it's killing a shit ton of a lot more people. And even this spike right now, I've been looking at the numbers. They're not even up to where they were before uh, before in January at the highest peak. They're nowhere near those kind of numbers. Nowhere even close. Uh, they're still lower than what they were last year in the dead middle of the pandemic. So... Uh, all this is just about them losing power. They can see that the disease is moving into, not disease, they see the virus is moving into a holding pattern. Yes, it's going to be around for a while. People are going to get sick. They're not going to die. It's going to be sort of like the usual flu kind of thing until it possibly could just run its course or it may be around for years as it weakens, it mutates and weakens further. It may become more infectious, but so much, you know, so much more mild that nobody even cares. And that's more than likely where we're going to get to. And uh, but that takes away a lot of their power and they can't stand that. And that is uh, that is why you see all this freaking out. That's what happens. You know, if you've ever been in a relationship that, you know, is coming to an end, people start freaking out when they know that it's about to end and they're going to lose their control or their status. And it goes you know, people go nuts. People really, really just lose their mind. Here's one thing. I'm going to leave it on a lighter note today because this was funny. Uh, didn't quite get to everything I wanted to, but uh, that's why there's a Tuesday show, right? That's why we do them every week. Uh, this is just really funny, and it would be better if I could show you the video, but it's still pretty funny. Uh, they have a ride at Disney World where it's uh, the Hall of Presidents, and they have all the different presidents, and they all have some sort of uh, inspiring message for everybody and all that. So this was really funny. Somebody uh, took a video of the new, because they already had the Biden one in there. Surprise, surprise, Disney is way out in front 
and already had a Biden robot put together. Boy, can't imagine that. It's almost as if they were uh, anticipating something. Anyway, uh, somebody went and actually put some audio to uh, the video of the robot speaking, and it is just hilarious. And unfortunately, it does speak much better than present-day Biden. Here you go. We'll get listen to this real quick. It's funny. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. One uh, of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. Look at that. You, off the board. I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Oh, boy. Not a joke. Not a joke. The presidency of the United States is a role unique in the world. An office entrusted to each president by us. And they zoom in on Trump. People. Therein lies the genius of that new idea, now over 200 years old. Oh. All right. Yeah, that's just funny. Yeah, I like how they uh, got that in there. And uh, yeah, because Corn Pop, you know, Corn Pop was a bad dude. Now, last week, Corn Pop was, I believe, was riding along with him uh, in his big rig when he drove it. So you just never know where Corn Pop's going to pop up and uh, if he's going to have. Uh, pomade in his hair or he's going to have his boys with straight razors and uh biden's going to have to fight him off with uh chain links we just don't know you just have to keep checking back to find the ongoing saga of corn pop but anyway that is going to do it for the saga of me for this friday i know it's really late so i uh, hope everybody uh checks this out probably tomorrow because it's late but anyway uh i will be back on tuesday with much much more uh catch up on more of the uh biofascism that's going on with the uh the masks and passports and all this that's going on uh let's hope the insanity burns out soon and uh we'll we'll see what happens i'm sure it's going to be interesting hope you have a great weekend i'm going to have a fun weekend i will be back on tuesday if you want to send me a message you like the show uh please subscribe like rate and review the stars matter a whole lot if you want to send me a message about it you can do so at facebook and that's at eric's america pod uh website eric's-america.com or if you want to send an old-fashioned email you can have eric's america pod at gmail.com all of it comes to me I will be back Tuesday. Please enjoy your weekend. Just remember, it's no agenda, just America.